Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. There's an update to a fatal hit-and-run crash from seven months ago. Yeah, an interesting development for sure. London police say they've made another arrest in connection with a fatal hit-and-run involving a pedestrian from the spring. 38-year-old Tu Ruin died of the injuries he suffered back on the night of April 23rd in the area of Adelaide Street North and Nelson Street. Two other suspects were already charged in connection with the case back in June. But yesterday afternoon... City police announced 33-year-old Christy Birch of London has been charged with four counts, including obstructing justice and arson. Police say the suspect is expected to appear in court today. Well, a new kind of emergency room could soon be opening in London. Yeah, this is really exciting news. The London Health Sciences Centre is considering several major changes, including the opening of an addiction and mental health-focused emergency department. The LHSC consulted with hundreds of its staff members, dozens of partner agencies, and nearly 3,000 community members in developing the plan. Corporate hospital administrative executive at the LHSC, Brad Campbell, told 980 CFPL, nothing has been finalized yet, but a separate emergency department for mental health and addiction is a very real possibility. The LHSC officials are also considering the creation of a child and obstetrical care center containing a specialized pediatric ER. The new master plan's development comes as the LHSC, like other hospitals across Ontario, are grappling with staffing shortages, overwhelmed ERs, significant patient volumes and long wait times. Let's go down to Ottawa, where the prime minister will be in the hot seat today at the public inquiry for the Emergencies Act. Yeah, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will appear today at the public inquiry probing his government's decision to invoke emergency powers in response to last winter's weeks-long Freedom Convoy protests. Trudeau's testimony will cap six weeks of hearings at the Public Order Emergency Commission, which has already heard from seven Liberal cabinet ministers about why the Emergencies Act was invoked in response to demonstrations in downtown Ottawa and at several border crossings. The emergency declaration on February 14th, which ministers say was necessary because of risks to Canada's security, economy and international reputation, allowed the government to extend special powers to police and financial institutions until it was revoked a week later. Trudeau will likely face questions about the legal advice his cabinet received on how to interpret the definition of a threat to the security of Canada that the Emergencies Act relies on. But the government has so far refused to waive solicitor-client privilege, which shields confidential advice from becoming public, an issue that a lawyer with the commission said earlier this week has resulted in a lack of transparency from the government. The commission is taking place because it is required under oversight provisions in the Emergencies Act, with Commissioner Paul Rouleau, expected to deliver a final report to Parliament by early next year. I know a lot of people in London were upset when Movadi closed its uh, London offices anyway, but if you used to work at Movadi here in the city, you may like this news. Yeah, nearly three months after Mavadi's two London fitness centres were abruptly closed, a local company is resurrecting them. Southside Group issued a statement late yesterday afternoon saying it's working on re-establishing the sites along Wonderland Road North and South under a new brand. Mavadi announced at the end of August that it was closing the sites after 25 years of operating in the city. Mavadi has 16 other clubs, all are in Ontario, with the exception of one location in Edmonton. Southside Group says it's negotiated a lease termination with Mavadi Athletic, and the goal is to have the sites reopened in the next few weeks. Southside said it's even working to hire the club's previous staff members. And uh, today is Black Friday. 
Yeah, November has overtaken December as the busiest shopping month for Canadian consumers, according to the Retail Council of Canada. Boxing Day was once Canada's busiest shopping day of the year, but the popularity of Black Friday and Cyber Monday have made them top days for consumers to open their wallets. Black Friday and Cyber Monday are shopping traditions that started in the United States. Canadians have adopted the event with enthusiasm over the past decade. The the Retail Council of Canada says not only is Black Friday now the busiest shopping day of the year for Canadians, it serves as the kickoff to the Canadian holiday shopping season as well. While Black Friday is the busiest shopping day of the year for combined online and in-store sales, Moneris says that Cyber Monday is the busiest day for total online sales, which is not a surprise. Some folks may be making a trip across the border for deals in the U.S., but there's still a lot hoping that they'll score some great finds at home. Bethany Meha is the executive director of the Argyle BIA, and she told 980 CFPL locally owned businesses hope shoppers support them on Small Business Saturday as well. If you're looking for deals at local malls, White Oaks is open from 9 this morning until 9 tonight. Masonville Place is open from 9 this morning until 10 o'clock tonight. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. And our first one goes way back to 2348 B.C. According to Archbishop James Usher's Old Testament chronology, the Great Deluge, which would be Noah's Flood, began on this day. In 1715, a patent was granted to Thomas Masters for his wife's invention to clean and cure flint corn that made Sibylla Masters the New World's first female inventor. In 1735, the Sark Coal Bell was cast in Moscow, weighing nearly 200 tons. It's probably the world's heaviest bell. During a great fire a few years after casting, firemen poured water onto it, causing an 11-ton section to split off. The bell stands on a platform in the Kremlin. In 1851, the first North American chapter of the Young Men's Christian Association, the YMCA, opened in Montreal. In 1885, Rocky Mountain Park was established at Banff, Alberta. It was the first national park in Canada and only the third in the world at the time. In 1914, Joe DiMaggio was born in Martinez, California. His 56-game hitting streak in 1941 endures as one of the most remarkable records in baseball or any sport. He died March 8th of 1999. In 1963, the body of U.S. President John F. Kennedy was laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery. In 1973, U.S. President Richard Nixon announced measures to reduce energy consumption, including the prohibition of Sunday sales of gasoline and lower highway speed limits. In 1988, the largest earthquake to hit eastern Canada in more than 50 years occurred. The quake, measuring a 6.0 on the Richter scale, was centered near Chicoutimi, Quebec, and was felt from the Maritimes over to Michigan. No deaths or injuries were reported. On this day in 2000, seven rejuvenated Eaton stores, now owned by Sears Canada, opened. In 2009, Canadian journalist Amanda Lindhout, who was 28 at the time, and an Australian colleague were freed 15 months after they were abducted in Somalia in August of 2008. In 2012, the Toronto Argonauts defeated the Calgary Stampeders 35-22 to win the Grey Cup in the 100th edition of the Grey Cup. In 2016, former Cuban President Fidel 
Fidel Castro died at the age of 90. In 2017, the Western Mustangs capped a perfect season and ended a 23-year Venier Cup drought with a 39-17 victory over the Laval Rouge et Or at the U Sports Football Championship. The Venier Cup, of course, we played this weekend in London. Unfortunately, it will not feature the Western Mustangs. And on this day in 2020, Argentine soccer star Diego Maradona died at the age of 60. Celebrating a birthday today, we have John Larroquette, turned 75. Uh, Jill Hennessy, Canadian, is 54. Christina Applegate is 51. Donovan McNabb turns 46. And Joey Chestnut, Mr. Hot Dog himself, turns 39. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.